Hello everybody, this is the Joyclicks Gamescast. I'm your moderator, Christian Buckley. This is episode 10. I am currently social distancing across mm. the country with my co-host, the conductor, Kevin Diaz. Ladies and gentlemen, wash your hands. We're being right. safe. Wash your hands, be safe, don't be going outside. Why? Why do you want to go outside? Why? You know? I We just, Kevin, we live in this age where there's an embarrassment of riches when it comes to media. It's true. It's 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 quite insulting, you know. Like there's like, there's too many there's things. there's almost too much, you know. There's so much that there's no way you can like just consume it all, and I'm sure there are things that you're going to enjoy that you won't get to experience. So 100%. now 100% is a perfect time to do that. Yep. Like I mean, I'm I'm burning through Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. We got Doom Eternal tonight. We got Animal Crossing tonight. Mm-hmm. So. What more do I need? You know, it's all good. And it's all good. As I know, you've been playing some games. But before we get to that, it's time for patch notes. Uh, patch this week on patch notes, we have um, some interesting information that you sent me on Sunday. Uh, last week, the pots was uh, talking about Hideo Kojima potentially returning to the IP of Silent Hill, mm-hmm. and. Um, since then more people have come out sort of corroborating the information um clarification on the two different projects there is the team siren game that is going to be the reboot of silent hill supposedly and then there's the kojima one which was described as being telltale-esque which uh we now have a bit more info that might make it seem like it's episodic yeah. Coming from my yeah. 4chan post yeah. you told me about. Yes, yeah. So there was that 4chan post. Uh, this 4chan post is alleged to be an either a, I forgot if it was X or a current Konami employee that gave us all this news about this like extra context, like this extra like you know concrete of like hey like this stuff is real, you know. Yeah. So. So the thing you sent me on Sunday, Kevin, is saying that Sony Interactive Entertainment. According to Jack of All Controllers, right, planning to acquire Metal Gear, Silent Hill, and Castlevania. Uh, in addition, Hideo Kojima will be involved in both Metal Gear and Silent Hill, mm-hmm. and that's assuming they get the rights or a partnership. And they're going to be looking to Japan Studios to make a Castlevania game in the style of Bloodborne. That sounds cool. Which sounds cool. That sounds is cool. the best news yeah. I have heard, maybe in the past three weeks. <laughs> as is, long as it's it, true. Yeah, yeah. No, it 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 sounds really good. You know, I mean, for me, what like I think what I was most like, ooh, I would like like to see that a lot is uh, the Metal Gear uh, remakes that were also in this 4chan post mm-hmm. uh, with with uh, them wanting to remake Metal Gear one and one and two. You know, which yeah. sounds dope as well. That would be very cool. Um, Kojima and reworking PT is, I think, well, it's where it all started. And last week, obviously, we talked about it, and I was excited by that news. So I am excited for that a ton. And then um, mm-hmm. Metal Gear getting a remake, I think, is interesting because I think that. F- the first one was remade for GameCube, and, like, people don't really like it. But right. 
Okay. The original one I actually hopped into recently on my uh, PS1 Classic for a little bit. Mm. Uh, nothing go? extensive. Nothing extensive. I uh, Gotcha. I saw the intro cutscene, sn- snuck through the first area, got to the elevator, and called it for the night. But um, mm, I see. The the storytelling, like the cinematics and stuff in that game, models don't mm. look great, but holds up. Voice acting, I think, uh, delivery of story. So I'd be interested uh, to see it sort of modernized. And you know, there's been those blue point rumors forever, but yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe something comes of this. It's true. Hopefully. We'll see. So, uh, I know you and I have both been playing some games with our recent uh, influx of free time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, Definitely. Um, Definitely. You have now finished Vanquish. Yes. Yes. I have finished Vanquish. Uh, I beat it this morning. I got really close last night, but knew it was the last mission. And I was like, okay, now that I know this is the last mission, I'm going to just get a nice you know, night's rest because it was like 2 in the morning. And I'll just come back and beat it real quickly in the morning. Uh, so that was kind of the plan of attack. Uh, it's a great game. It's a it's a really, really good game. you know. And it it's, again, like I think I described it just as way like when I heard that it was like six, six seven hours long before I even started playing the game, that – uh, you know, when I was like two or one and a half hours in, I was getting vibes of like, all right, like this, this seems like it's going to be like the type of like fun, you know, shooter game that you could recommend to someone that were, that was high on like Titanfall 2, you know? Um, I think at the end of the day, I still prefer Titanfall 2 story, uh, and overall like game and like as a game, I prefer Timefall 2's campaign, but Vanquish was fun in like a lot of different ways of it being like super flashy and uh, like being able to chain different moves in terms of like you being able to kick someone. Like you go into slow mo, you knock out a few people when you're in that slow motion mode as you're falling. Like it's 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 really cool. It's really neat. It's it's zany. You know, it's out there. That's its tone. But uh, I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed like having like something a little bit more light and just fun to play you know so mm-hmm. they recommend yeah. it and we've had the conversation a couple times but the demo when i did play that demo it was sure fun sliding around in my knees and shooting yeah. people yeah yeah um, yeah so it's cool yeah. to see that the i guess not not the gimmick but like the hook it's cool to see that in the full play time it holds up the whole way yeah you know? no definitely 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 yeah yeah I, it and i think at like the overall like scope of it i think it's honestly to its benefit being like only six seven hours like it doesn't really want to you know waste your time or like or or have any like elongated like you know times where you're in combat i feel like because i feel like they just crafted like this core gameplay and this is what the focus of the game is you know and it doesn't have to be like a 12-hour game you Mm -hmm. know if if like that is the focus that, that they were going for. So I actually, you know, think it's a nice thing to have it like this, this truncated, nice, just fun experience that is mainly focused on the gameplay. Um, and it does add like different challenge modes that you, you can go back and do and at the end of the game. You unlock, I think it's called God hard. I think it's literally called God hard, which is like the new difficulty. That is when you beat the game and stuff like that. So it's cool. It's cool. I definitely enjoy it. The credits are very unique as well. The credits yeah, I was not expecting, that. but mm-hmm. yeah, I like 
I like that they did the credits. It was super, super cool. Yeah. It was, um, it was very, very good stuff. Yeah. That's a great name for a final difficulty. That's really God good. Hard. God hard. God <laughs> hard. You know what would be an interesting yeah. uh, conversation, I guess? Um, ranking the top 10 names of difficulties. So, like, maybe Ooh. they're not good difficulties. Like, maybe they're really BS with uh, how hard they get or how easy they are, but the names yeah. specifically yeah <laughs> uh, i feel like bethesda would have some good ones because you know like the wolfenstein and doom ones are always like uh the, hurt the, me definitely yeah the ones like of wolfenstein that, are yeah. like that yeah like yeah or like baby is there baby mode really i, I forget it was like one can was i play called... daddy was one of them that's what it is yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, those are yeah. Fun. oh man shout out but we should we should do that eventually we should that maybe hey maybe that's a future pots you know maybe it is maybe it is maybe maybe in week eight of quarantine when gaming is dead that's our pots <laughs> <laughs> so. we've we've exalted our whole backlogs mm-hmm. we have nothing more oh man well speaking of like a reaching into the backlog right um right. i have wanted for a very long time to start streaming mm. and the past couple sundays i was like you know what? I'll play through the beginning of Final Fantasy VII. I'll play through Midgar. So, like, if people want to watch, they can get a sense of, like, where the story's going to go, see what's going to happen, um, and just to get a sense of, like, how far we've come when they play part one of the remake. Right. So, right. those those videos have been edited down. They're on the channel now. But I decided to just, this week, um, also stream and about... An hour and a half ago, I finished Harry mm-hmm. Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone on the PlayStation 1. Now, I was so lucky, as you all can also be so lucky as to just go follow twitch.tv slash joyclicks. Uh, I, was in, I was in one of your streams this week, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was honestly shocked by this game in, in a lot of different ways, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it, it was eye-opening that this PS1 game like actually looks like it holds up you know i think you were saying otherwise for like some parts but it looked yeah. like it held up you know but so I the, the reason i got the hook in me is because i i always like at least on ps2 the first three harry potter games they have a distinct vibe that nothing else mm. has mm. and mm. the ps1 games of the first two books slash movies they don't have that same vibe but they do still have their own unique vibe right right and i was hungry for that i was like you know what i want to play a ps1 game on stream i want to play a game that i never finished and i always like old licensed games because like they always do really interesting things like (laughs) they're notice i say interesting not good but (laughs) <laughs> i was very surprised with a lot of this game because right. like they shake up the the story progression in weird ways they like cut things out some like pivotal moments they put into like a storybook narration and then other pivotal moments they like make you play the game in a weird way with a new uh way to interact with the game like interesting have you seen the first harry potter film uh is is that the one where like they're they're in a flying car and it crashes and like the woods and stuff then no (laughs) 
Oh, oh wait, no, so, it's the it's the uh, y'all wizard Harry like, like that. Is it, yeah, yeah, that's the one. There's a point. I don't remember it that well, but there's a point at the end of the the movie where there's a giant chessboard, and you have mm-hmm. they like his friend Ron has to like play the game and like basically get attacked by these statues to okay. progress. And huh. everything you're doing in this game is so not that that i'm thinking like oh so like the lead up to the final boss is probably going to be through the storybook no they made three weird separate mechanics for um each of the three trials before you fight this boss so that was something (laughs) but Hmm. it was a blast uh seeing that game it was a blast experiencing it on stream and if you want to see me lose my sanity if you go on the second, I believe it was the second time I streamed Harry Potter. About halfway through, I spent about 45 minutes running away from a troll. And I think I might have blacked out during that time. And <laughs> I went on, like, I just told a story for, like, 20 okay. minutes about living the life of a child who bought this video game in 2001. Right. So, huh. if, if you're really bored this uh, this week during quarantine, I recommend it. But um, <laughs> I just I just like the concept of you for 45 minutes being chased by a troll in PS1 Harry Potter game. Yeah, Kevin, you know? that was the stream that you were watching. And the midpoint of the game, we reached on that stream. The second uh-huh. half of the game really did a number on me. <laughs> That's oh, when it man. all fell apart. Was it like but. just frustrating or just or just or just difficult like like, it was that that troll had a massive difficulty spike oh i hate and then that's when it got weird then it had all these weird mini games to progress the story and i was like did they think people were gonna get past the troll is that why all this is bad Hmm. and then the final boss is just Hmm. like chef kiss it's so it's it's something but i I really had a good time with it well that's 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 good to hear Love to see it. Love to see it. uh, More PS1 games in the future. My Twitter and the JoyClicks Twitter will have updates on schedules for streaming. Absolutely. Absolutely. There is another thing that both of us have played. But we're going to get to that a little later. That's the POTS this week. POTS, 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 POTS. So before we (laughs) get there in our run of show, we do have news. Oh, just kidding. News, 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 news. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, pot's 16 minutes in. Yeah, right. We haven't an hour I was like, yet. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, man, like, usually it's like 58 minutes in, like an hour and yeah. four minutes sometimes, you know? I'm like, oh, look so. at us being more efficient. Hmm. Uh, Guess not. First up on news this week, uh, we're not going to divulge all the information or regurgitate it, but earlier this week, Mark Cerny gave his address to some fake people. <laughs> um we yeah i don't even know talking about the playstation 5 uh the hardware specs how the system is going to function and a few other things you know uh people were worried that they would go the xbox route and need us to purchase proprietary memory cards to expand the 825 gigabyte storage Mm mm-hmm but luckily, that was not the case. Uh, I would say that might be the highlight of that information. Yeah, yeah. 
definitely because uh i i was i was actually following up with those rumors well not not rumors but the confirmation of the um xbox being able to plug in that little card to the back that you can buy and stuff like that uh and it was gonna be proprietary uh i was kind of and i scripted the whole video like being like hey like you know while that sounds cool it's also probably gonna be very expensive mm -hmm. if we look at things like the vita yeah this memory card you know what i'm saying uh mm -hmm. it's probably gonna be very expensive so as much as it sounds really cool like we're definitely gonna pay for that ease of just being able to plug it in you know but i'm really glad that it's gonna be a traditional way of just buy a ssd that is either at the same speed or faster and you'll be mm -hmm. good so do you think because i had a this sparked a question in my mind um okay. i know nintendo has partnered with sandisk to make um like switch branded micro sd cards and i mm -hmm. think they're supposed to be like a little better at the way they optimize how they gather information and load it right. do you think that playstation might be like hey this is the official first party sony playstation branded two terabyte hard drive that you can buy for a ps5 do you think that we see that or do you think it's just like hey get whatever you want but just make sure it's fast enough i think it'll be somewhere in between because i if i remember correctly i think there's drives that you can buy right now that are officially made by seagate that are playstation licensed is that what you're mm -hmm. talking about like having that type of deal kind of or just like saying yeah. like hey we have the sony playstation stamp on this one because it's going to be just as good if not literally the same in terms of mm -hmm. the way it optimizes storage and like, gathers the information because you know how cerny was going into depth of like we have a lot of custom things here that you won't find in ssds on the market right now you yeah know? yeah yeah um so do you think they put that onus on like us if we want a two terabyte hard drive or do you think or solid state drive or do you think they give consumers the option of like here's the playstation one it might be a bit more expensive because it is only a two terabyte you can't buy a one terabyte of the playstation branded one that uh it meets our qualifications to a t like what do you, where yeah, do you think it falls it's a good point um i feel like it wouldn't hurt for them to at least just have like like partner with one manufacturer to have one p to have one playstation license like ssd you know what i'm saying um i could see that but i think well i mean we, we don't have the numbers but i have to imagine that not many people are are that devout as to swap the drives on the playstation console you know mm -hmm. like i got i don't know if they can even track that you know probably not but i assume if they have the numbers they're likely pretty low so I think maybe just having one out there just as like, you know, a, hey, like we recommend this one. But uh, I think they would probably leave that to the the ones that are willing to put in the work to swap a drive to also do the research on which drive is correctly formatted for the PS5. You know, mm -hmm. or like what what's going to work? Like I could see them just having it up to the person that wants to do that. You know, they just they just do that, you know. Yeah. But because like I like having the one terabyte in my pro Mm -hmm. but like i honestly i think i would just swallow the 825 because i don't know if i'd want to like like yes put in the research i'm fine doing that i research tech that i'm purchasing significantly but like yeah if it's not the drive sony 
and PlayStation designed to work best on all cylinders for this console. Mm-hmm. In the mm-hmm. back of my head, I feel like the whole time I'm just going to be like, am I making a sacrifice so I can have more things installed, you know? Right, right. I see, I like, see, I see. So, I mean, that's just it, a me thing, but. Yeah, I see. Uh, I mean, I am probably definitely going to get a bigger SSD and throw in my PS5, you mm-hmm. know? I did that with, with my PS4 Pro. Um, I have a two terabyte in there. I'm telling you, it's great. It's great. Was it's it like just, an easy process? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's really easy. Oh, it, it's dumb easy on the PS4. Mm-hmm. Dumb easy. Like, yeah. straight up. Yeah. And it Definitely, sounds like the PS5 yeah. one is designed to be able to do that, so it might be even easier. It might be. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. Like, considering, like, how much they were talking about if you want to replace it, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, like, granted, they're, they're talking to, a, I would say, the most, like, their audience was definitely more towards the like technical savvy audience i feel like this this whole presentation so mm-hmm. maybe that's why they were so like wanting to give us info about swapping drives and stuff like that but yeah. it could also mean that it's really easy to swap the drive in like another way of saying it so mm-hmm. yeah i can see that so as mr playstation himself uh your boy owner of the channel playstation source Indeed. Where yeah. do you also fall? Also, these lights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, these fancy um, lights. <laughs> so I think the major standouts from our time watching the the video together were the SSD stuff and backwards compatibility. Yeah. So, for you, are mm-hmm. you happy? still there hello 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 okay there we go you like cut off for a little bit i mean all i said is are you happy oh okay am i happy <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> man that was like it's like i paused after i was like, like did you know that like, i didn't like i was done <laughs> it's like christian i don't know if i'm happy man no i'm playing um uh overall i am i am happy with with what we got you know because it was it was almost like it was almost like hearing like a professor talk about playstation you know and i was like oh this is like a lot of cool info it, it was a lot of information but it was a lot of cool stuff um i liked hearing the what they did in terms of like 3d audio because like we heard it mentioned in wired.com and in wired.com articles and stuff like that but actually hearing what went into that process in terms of like capturing like the the prints of a lot of people's ears and finding like the mean of all of them um mm-hmm. i thought that was really cool SSD stuff was probably like, the most fascinating stuff. You're right, like what you said, definitely. Um, backwards combat is where I'm a little bit like, okay, not exactly what we were all expecting, mm-hmm. but it's interesting, you know? Yeah, and like Schreier also came out. I believe uh, Mitch Dyer was like, hey, any word on like PS1 through 3? And Schreier responded and was like, don't get your hopes up. So. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I sadly, mean, seems like no. Con considering that that they uh, that they you know were saying something like what was it like the top hundred most played PS4 games? Um, uh, like some of them will be yeah playable. Uh, I think is what they said. Yeah, and you have to imagine that like the top twenty are probably like Fortnite, Call of Duty, 
the Maddens, the Fifas, GTA, before we mm-hmm. even get to some of the PlayStation exclusives, you know? Just as far as the games that, like, everybody has and everybody plays nightly. Yeah. Uh, it's not God of War, you know? Like, nobody's playing God of War every night. Yeah, that that's what I was thinking, too. Like, I'm like, why would you use, like, the top... Oh, I mean, I get why you would use the top most play PS4 games, but, like, what about the exclusive... You know, like, is it... Yeah. That's a, that, that's a very good point, too. Yeah. Because, like, if... Again, for conversation's sake, like... If in the top 100, based on playtime, say Infamous Second Son is not in there, but like mm-hmm. Madden 17 is, who makes that call? <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I would love to see the list. Yeah, me is too. Is that publicly available? I don't think it is. You know? I don't know. And I mean, like, the wouldn't that list always shift? In theory, like, you know how Yoda says, like, hey, the future is always in motion. You know what I'm saying? Like, wouldn't that list always be in motion? Like, you know? I think so. I don't know. May, I, well, mean, or, I mean, or maybe it's really static. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's hard to tell. Um, Oh, if you would like. Oh. From metro.co.uk. We, we have the, we the have top a list? 10. Ah, uh, Okay. By playtime. I can breeze through these real quick if you want. Because okay. guess what? They're, I might have been right. Okay. Can um, you please tell us at least the top 10? Yeah, the you, top 10. The top 10 is all that's available. listed here. Okay. Uh, number 10, Call of Duty right. Infinite Warfare. Okay. Number 9 is Rocket League. It, oh, Infinite Warfare. Okay. Rocket League. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, number 8 is Minecraft. Minecraft. Number okay. 7, COD World War II. Number six, okay. FIFA sixteen. Number five, oh, God. here we go. FIFA seventeen. Number four, FIFA okay. eighteen. Uh, no number way. three, Fortnite. Two is Black Ops three, and one is GTA five. Okay, so it's a lot of FIFA, a lot of COD. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like, what about the exclusives? Yeah, There's so no look way. forward to playing GTA 5 and FIFA 16 day one on your PS5. Jesus, man. Yeah, I don't know. I Spider-Man? Mean, Sorry. Like, on on paper, it makes sense. Like, okay, like, what do most people play games-wise on PS4? Let's yeah. make sure those are covered on PS5. Like, it definitely makes sense. Mm-hmm. But you get an interesting list out of that, like what you just said. Yeah. yeah. So, huh. I wonder where, like, Witcher places or or God of War or Last of Us. Really curious, but I don't know if we'll yeah, ever see I that mean, list. Especially, like, I, I feel like the ones that are hurt are going to be, like, God of War and Spider-Man because, like, they're only single play. I mean, there's there's DLC with Spider-Man, so mm-hmm. maybe some people are playing that right now, but... I mean, you know? You have people like me who just boot up the game to swing around sometimes. That is so. true. I do, I do do that at least, like, once a month. I do do that as well, so that mm-hmm. is a good point. Yeah. So, um, I guess right now... Like, the pulse for PS5 for both of us is, like, mostly positive, but, like, still, we don't feel like we got any satisfaction yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it. I did enjoy the conference. I did enjoy oh, yeah, the technical reveal. Yeah, as you did as well. Uh, but 
I feel like the hype hasn't really changed that much. It, it, it maybe has for a little bit w with, like, them talking about, like, 3D audio and how, like, games fundamentally will be changed from, like, a development standpoint with the SSD, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's still around the same – we're, like, around the same, you know, season. We're, like, at spring yeah. right now, you know? Like, I'm not hyped like summer yet, you know? Mm -hmm. but, 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 we're, but we're definitely getting there, you know? Yeah. Definitely getting there. Well, Kevin, speaking of the PS5 and seasons, uh, this fall, as with every fall, there is mm. going to be a new Call of Duty. Indeed. Indeed. This year, we got some leaks on our plate right now. And they came right on time. Usually March, April, we get the COD mm -hmm. leaks. You know, it gets announced in May or something like that. And yeah, definitely on and time. And I am excited. And you may be asking... If you've listened to any episode of the show, if you've listened to us talk about Modern Warfare or Warzone, um, uh -huh. maybe you might pick up. I'm not the biggest COD fan. But <laughs> there is a Call of Duty that owns my heart, and it is Call of Duty Black Ops. It is true. And it not only owns your heart, but also owns mine. It is indeed. I think both of my favorite CODs, right? I'm pretty sure. Absolutely. It's my favorite yeah. Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. By a mile. Yeah. black ops like everything about black ops i love so much like even the cover the cover is part of why i love that game so much the the cover every trailer the reveal trailer is phenomenal the multiplayer reveal trailer is phenomenal you know that can't like like every great. trailer for every dlc pack everything about black ops is great mm -hmm. everything so i agree our rumor and uh i don't know how why some people are surprised by this because i feel like this rumor came out like last august um, it came out a while ago a while ago yeah yeah but it's popping up again so probably even more evidence that it's true mm -hmm. uh call of duty 2020 is a black ops reboot slash reimagining developed by treyarch uh similar to mm -hmm. last year's modern warfare which was a reimagining of modern warfare yep. uh the new black ops is going to still feature alex mason and frank woods which uh they're going to be played by new actors so goodbye gary oldman goodbye um, james c burns very upsetting mm. and very upsetting. uh new storyline focusing on real life events during the cold war and vietnam war love it love it give me it now there is one thing that hasn't been talked about yet at least in these leaks that i really really have to know right and it's zombies mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because not only you know black ops being my favorite multiplayer and favorite campaign it's also my favorite zombies mode out of all the cods you know black ops black ops 3 is up there but the original black ops is untouchable you Absolutely. know kino Those, come on yeah kino is like one of the best multiplayer maps of any game for me it's just iconic. Zombies maps. Zombies yeah. maps. I'd say it's up there. Absolutely. No, um, it, it is it is a top two. Like it's definitely a top two. Top two. And it might be it might be one, to be honest, but Alright. Uh yeah. also a uh, quick correction, Gary Oldman was Reznov, not uh Woods. I thought he was Woods. Yeah, Woods was uh James C. Burns. That's okay, why I'm so like, man. Do we know who be Mason was? Sad. Oh, I forgot off off top of my head. I forgot. I forgot off top of my head. But Alex Mason was was really really well done as well. 
So it's kind of sad to see those actors not come back for this remake, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, I get it. You know, they recast um, what's his name in Modern Warfare. I know exactly who you're talking about. Oh, Kevin, come on, come on. the guy. Kevin, you know his name. Yes, the guy. Come on, Kevin. All right, keep keep talking. I'm gonna go so, like into my mind. I'm figure it out. Captain so Price. Thank you. Yeah. Captain Price. So reimagining Black Ops and uh, going back to the Cold War is exciting because for me, yeah, Black Ops, my favorite COD. Black Ops 2, um, never owned it, played it after school all the time at my neighbor's house. Um, mm. So still fond memories, but that was like more modern. Um, yeah. Black Ops 3, I never played. Same with Black Ops 4. Yeah, um, Black Ops 2, a lot of people regard as their favorite, which, like, honestly, from a lot of standpoints, I can really see that. I just have I just have a bias towards Black Ops 1, you know? I just Me love too. that, like, time era. I love, I love like, what, what was going on with, like, the Cold War and stuff like that. Like, I just love that era of history, you know? So that's why I just love Black Ops, just everything about it, you know? Mm-hmm. But... I'm excited. I'm very excited for this. You know, Me it just it, it just feels right. You know, it just it, it just feels right. I don't know how else I can put that. Like, it just feels great to, like, come home. You know, mm-hmm. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. And as someone who experienced the modern warfare reimagining. Yeah. Um, I have to wonder because, like, for, I've only played the betas and uh, like Warzone, but mm-hmm. production value blown away. Uh, specifically the sound uh visually it looks yeah. great too but like the sound yes it, so it's really good yeah i know it's a different studio but with the same sort of like goal of reimagining a story do you think um do, like do you trust Treyarch right now with being able to do something the way infinity war did with modern warfare after black ops 4 where do you stand so overall i trust them i know i'm biased because treyarch is my favorite cod studio um but i trust them mainly because like it wasn't necessarily their fault per se that black ops 4 never had the story mode you know it was more pressure from activision and they like kind of told them like yo just 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 scrap it you know like it was it was more pressure like it wasn't in terms of like them just not wanting to do it and I feel from Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2, and Black Ops 3, I feel like overall they have a consistent, like, really, really good story, you know? I feel like Black Ops 2 is probably a little bit less than Black Ops 1 and Black Ops 3. Probably put Black Ops 1, Black Ops 3, and then Black Ops 2. But overall, like, all those stories are great. Black Ops 1 story about, you know, the the numbers, Verkuda, like, all that is, like, so, so well done. Like, I think, like, mm-hmm. narratively speaking, like, they do great narratives in their games so i think if we have you know if we just have them like observe modern warfare and see what you know and like not like this story is just starting like after modern warfare like i'm sure they've had a few years to work on this but uh i think we're in a good shape for it to be really 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 good you know yeah because i believe the original rumor also said that what was being worked on for the story in black ops 4 was getting retooled to be black ops 2020 because remember that at the same time they said sledgehammer and raven weren't making cods anymore they said they were back on yeah. support yeah yeah so. which is an interesting move also yeah that yeah. one's that one's yeah but uh 
Oh yeah, I did forget. The, yeah, so I guess like they could take the Black Ops Four stuff and, you know. You know, you know it's gonna be hard though. What's up? The marketing campaign for this game. Oh my God, let's go. Going back to the Cold War stuff, let's like go. leaning into the numbers again. It's Bring cool. in the unfortunate son track. Bring that in. Oh, let's go. Let's okay. go. I can't wait. Oh God. Also, be good. Before we move on to the next story, is uh-huh. this the first time COD has taken? Uh, Vietnam since Black Ops 1 well because Black Ops 1 I remember it was I, like if there was a Vietnam thing I'm blanking on it right now oh no no you like definitely go to Vietnam in Black Ops 1 yeah there's okay. there's definite missions in Vietnam yeah okay yeah, yeah. because yeah okay because yeah. maybe I was thinking a Battlefield had never done Vietnam I knew there was one like big shooter that never touched Vietnam so I was wondering if this was like crazy news but if if it was a mission then yeah no big deal yeah yeah no there was there was a lot of missions in black ops one that were in vietnam i'm trying to remember which shooter battlefield i think did right then the battlefield, yeah, battlefield bad company 2 had a vietnam expansion yeah okay that's what i'm thinking of yeah yeah okay. that's what i'm thinking of bad um, bad bad company yeah so i can't wait uh, i can't wait so you know I, what some people can't wait for also what do some people cannot wait for? That sentence that was, was completely wrong. That was not English. We're, we're going to keep it going. We're going to keep it going. <laughs> so, there are some people who are very excited for upcoming games like Animal Crossing, uh, Doom Eternal, mm-hmm. um, Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. RE3 probably as well. No word on that, but it's probably going to end up in the same fate. Uh, Due to the current state of the world, uh, where delivery and shipments are basically being downscaled to the level of, like, a Death Stranding courier. Pretty much, yeah. There's going to be some uh, little delays with some people getting their physical copies of games past the release date. Mm -hmm. Which is a bit of a bummer. It's quite upsetting. And not to not to just like be one of those people right now, but <laughs> I'm gonna play Animal Crossing at midnight tonight because it's installed on my Switch right now. You know, Christian, not to you know not to also be one of those fellas, you know, but yeah. uh, Doom Eternal is downloaded and waiting <laughs> for me right at midnight. Well, for me it's yeah. 9 p.m., but still, it is yeah. right there chilling, just mm-hmm. just just waiting, you know, patiently. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, may this serve as a valuable lesson, you know? Like, perhaps, <laughs> you know, if you've been clenching on to, like, physical copies, I get if you get a, color, you know, a, like, higher-tier edition of the game, you know, and that mm-hmm. comes with a physical version, of course. I can understand that, you know? Absolutely, and, right. But, and I um, get people that don't yeah. want to run the risk of being like, hey, what if they just delist it one day and I can not install it again? Like, I get that. I'm just not right. worried about that. Same. Um, Same. Yeah. But it's it's interesting because I wanted to bring this up because um, with Doom Eternal specifically, GameStop, uh, which more so in like the late 2000s, was pretty huge for doing midnight launches of games. Oh, I, um, I went to them all the time as a kid, dude. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I unfortunately never got to go to one. There was never a game I wanted that 
had one. You never um, went to a midnight launch ever, Christian? No, never. I remember. That is, oh, that's so sad. I was get this. This is gonna say something about me. I remember pre-ordering the physical version of DC Universe Online, which ended wow. up becoming a free-to-play MMO that you can play on your PS4, PS3, or PC. Um, I pre-ordered it and wanted to go to that midnight launch. Uh huh. But I ended up picking it up the next day after school. Wow. Number one, completely did not realize that DC Universe Online had a physical version. Number yeah, one. right? <laughs> Number one. And, On uh, PS3. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I went to I went to Mile for 3, Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2, uh, Battlefront. As I don't think I went for Battlefront 2, but definitely Battlefront. I think Battlefront was like the last midnight thing I ever went to. Because mm-hmm. that was that was that was PS4 era, but yeah, I remember I was gonna go to the Arkham Knight launch, mm, but my friend cool. was there yeah. and he was like, eh, "You don't have to come." I was like, "All right." <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, they were gonna have one for Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal, mm-hmm. and a couple days ago, my friend got the word, the local GameStop canceled it, and hey, I believe hey, Wednesday. Right? Wednesday they tweeted this? Yesterday, yes. Yes, yeah. it was yesterday. Yeah, Wednesday. They said, hey, you can pick up Doom Eternal on Thursday the 19th in the morning uh, instead of the midnight launch, and you can pick up Animal Crossing uh, on Friday the 20th just to, like, space out the the crowd, uh, have less right. people in the stores. Right, which... right. right. Was it? Did they say they could pick it up on the nineteenth or the eighteenth? Hmm. Hmm. Regardless, unprecedented. I don't yeah. think this has ever happened before. No, I mean, I mean, the fact that they got clearance to, I guess, quote unquote, break street day. I know, I know, these are a bit dire times. If I can be a bit melancholy right now, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's 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 a situation, you know. So I can understand, like, hey, you know, street date, not a law. It's only a rule. Let's just break the rules just one time for the circumstances that we have right now, right? But what I like to also bring up is that when you asked me yesterday, uh, you were like, man, like, I wonder if they got clearance from Bethesda to just do it, you know? Uh, I wonder if GameStop went to both and asked. Like, I just wanted to hear the call of GameStop trying to ask Nintendo if they could release one of their games early, you know? It's, yeah. It's really like, interesting. I want to know how that went down. Because by the looks of it, they said clearly no. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, like, at the same time, I don't – because I was questioning if they even asked Bethesda. Because, like, remember for so long, Bethesda was like, hey, we're not even giving press early copies until release – the day before release. Oh, my God. You're right. I think they eased up on that. But, like, it was like that for a while. Huh. So I think actually I think the first game that did that was Doom 2016. I think they were like nobody gets this until the day before it comes out. Yeah, which they must have amended because people. I mean, there's impressions of Doom Eternal right now. Like people yeah. have beaten the game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's also a good point. Hmm. Yeah, and it's funny because you ask about Nintendo being probably very strict about the date, and uh, 
it made me question it because I knew Bethesda has that history of like, hey, uh, we don't want things out there early. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, very clearly, uh, if they did ask, Bethesda was the one that was okay with it. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, so, in the future yeah. though, uh, even Amazon gonna be late on Final Fantasy, probably RE three because that's before Final Fantasy. Uh, even Animal Crossing is late on Animal on uh, Amazon deliveries. Yeah, so. that's that's so upsetting. Like especially those that wanted or you know bought that beautiful Animal Crossing Switch. You know, mm-hmm. I would hate to see them have to wait for that. You know, yeah, tragedy. So upsetting but you are getting both of those aren't you animal crossing and doom yep they're both downloaded they're both waiting till uh about two hours and like 56 minutes 46 minutes very nice yeah i can't wait to move into baja blast island (laughs) i can't wait to to start designing vita island you know Mm. are you gonna make it shaped like a vita oh my god christian you're a fucking genius holy (laughs) shit Christian. Make a giant lake in the middle, dude. For the touch screen, Christian, you're f- all the buttons can be like certain shops or houses. Oh yeah, or houses. Yeah. God damn it, Christian! Fuck. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Um, oh yeah. But before we hop into Arkham Watch this week, mm-hmm. and since we're talking about Doom, I've been I've been looking a little bit about Doom Eternal. Mm. I kind of want it, but do you? Do you know? I don't know if I want to drop 60 bucks right now, but in the sale that's going on on PS4 right now, Doom 2016 is 10 bucks. That is 100% worth it. Mm-hmm. 100% worth it. Because I believe our, the first episode of the show, for what we're playing, you said you finished Doom Eternal or Doom 2016. That may ha- I mean that may have been true. I did I did beat it this year. I did beat it early earlier this year in preparation mm-hmm. for eternal uh mm-hmm. yeah so i mean that that likely checks out it's a very very fun game very very fun yeah i highly recommend it yeah yeah and, and that like ten dollars a steal yeah for sure but like the way they've been talking about the lore for doom eternal and the way that they've been treating the sequel makes me kind of want to get invested in doom lore for some reason just it sounds really cool the way they're talking about it yeah, so. the way it's been talked about in Eternal sounds really cool. Um, I didn't go too in depth with it in 2016. I know mm-hmm. there's a lot there if you want it. I just mm-hmm. didn't really seek it that much. But yeah. I digress. So yeah, yeah, that is why I'm considering it. But it is time for Arkham Watch. Arkham, 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 Arkham. Kevin, as you know, uh, WB Montreal's Batman game is mia we know it MIA. exists Completely. but they refuse to give us a sniff of what it is so this week on arkham watch get this spider-man mm. spider-man by insomniac games which we both greatly enjoyed much so very very much so very, very good game get this very it's good. getting a sequel it is and we have some potential rumors about villains release date marketing campaigns story so we're gonna run through these bullet points again huge grain of salt because it's a reddit post by somebody who made an account like two hours ago 
Mm -hmm. And um, it's a lot of specific information, which, granted, Spider-Man came out in 2018, so there may be some substantial work that's been done. There probably is, but um, just don't buy into it all too much, and uh, Kevin is going to treat us to some info. All right, so uh, you want me to just go bullet point by bullet point and just knock them all out? Or do you sure, want and then like... we can talk about implications okay. after it all. All right, cool. So holiday 2021 is the release date, probably September like the PS4 Spider-Man was. Uh, reveal is this summer, apparently. No online co-op, but a completely single-player game instead. You'll be able to visit Queens. Shout out to Queens. I'm, I was born there. Shout out to Queens. And Brooklyn will feature new gameplay mechanics to facilitate the low building traversal. That is nice. That is nice. Mm -hmm. Set during winter, set approximately five to six months after the first game, Peter is still mourning Aunt May. Spoiler. Oh, I, we, we should have prepared with spoilers. Well, <laughs> damn, that's quite upsetting. Well, spoilers. I'm really sorry if I really spoiled it for one of y'all. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, Peter is still mourning Aunt May and constantly reminds himself of what happened. MJ and him live together, but she is away for the entire first act of the story. Oscorp is we attempting to... Huh? Sorry to interrupt. We Wait, did learn that in the DLC. She was uh, going on a trip for uh, some <laughs> journalism thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought she was... Wasn't she going to visit Harry in the UK? No. No, she was going no? a, into a war zone to report on a war that was happening. Oh, you're right. Yes, you're right. You're right. Okay, you're right. So You're right. Continue. Uh, let's see. Um, Oscorp is attempting to clone certain DNA to build a super soldier, and it goes wrong, and new villains spawn from this. Harry Osborn will become Venom, but it's a unique take on the character, my source said. Carnage and Mysterio are in the game. Eddie Brock is in the game and a major character. And, uh, uh, like, I think he meant is a major character or... Oh, wait, no. Maybe he means, like, Eddie Brock is in the game and a major character. He is, yeah. Yeah, okay. Miles is playable in sections of the game. They're still unsure whether to let the player free roam as him, but it isn't being thrown out completely just yet. Think of Arkham Knight's system where you could switch between the other Bat Family characters in certain situations. Same thing here. Not very original, but it is fun. A new quote web chain mechanic is how my contact named it you can basically chain together web zips so when you reach a point he immediately zips to the next point and so on that sounds cool web swinging is overhauled they've gone all out on the animation tech this time so we won't see we we won't see the same animation as much more variety not only are they bringing the same animations from ps4 over but but for the swing releases uh, they're also adding many, many, many more. They have like two animators devoted completely and solely to the web release animations throughout the entire development cycle, which is impressive. Mm -hmm. There will be three swing modes, realistic, arcade, and hybrid. Naming is still not final, but realistic is very Spider-Man 2-esque in its just pure physics. Arcade is a little, quote, fake assistance, and hybrid is a merge of the two, basically PS4 swinging uh, from the game. More details to follow over the year. Maybe. Not sure. Depends if my contact wants to keep telling me stuff. Have a good day. All right. There's a lot of stuff in there, Christian. Yes. First up, the date. I buy that. I buy it. I buy it. Yeah. Like, especially if you recall uh, in Somni, I can know saying that, like, hey, like, we, we want to pump out the next game, uh, you know, I, on a much quicker standpoint in a similar vein that 
Sony Santa Monica said as well after after uh, God of War, you know, mm-hmm. after like having like the overall just general mechanics down, the sequel should come out faster. So I, I yeah. like that date too. I like it. Mm-hmm. And I buy it as well because if it it's a PS5 game, right? And yeah. based on what Cerny said in his talk the other day, making a game for PS5 is basically like you're making a game for PS4. Very true. So the groundwork that has been laid in Spider-Man uh, that we saw already in PS4 mm-hmm. would most likely be easy to transfer, and they've already done it because they demoed the PS5 and its load times with Spider-Man. It's true. It's true. So that city, those mechanics, are we already know works on PS5. Yeah. So the work that's been done, I remember talking to you about this when we both played the game and talked about it on cross circle in 2018 that I was like, I would not have been surprised if they had Spider-Man two ready for 2020. And that's when I still thought PS five was 2019. Right. 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 But just because there there's potential for so much crossover, like you, you can only design New York like Manhattan once, you know, if you're going for realism, yeah. Yeah, but, like like they 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 kind of got Manhattan nailed down, you know. Yeah. So so. Yeah. Uh, what's what's the biggest standout for you out of all this info? There's a few. One of them being it set during winter. Christian, Christian, look at me, Christian. Can you imagine swinging at night in Brooklyn mm-hmm. and like the snow was falling? You know, like come on, mm-hmm. that's 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 gonna be beautiful. You know. Absolutely. Uh. What else? There, there was something else that was big I liked. Um, oh, I like the different web swinging styles too. I like yeah. that. I like how there, there's, there's going to be some player agency and like player choice in terms of like how you want your swing controls to be. Because I know mm-hmm. like a big complaint that some people had was that they, they wanted R two and L two to be each hand as you're swinging. Mm, yeah. You know. I think that's interesting too because again, if it's the case. Um, they already, what I think, is uh, absolutely crushed swinging in Spider-Man PS4. Um, yeah. So, I'd probably go with hybrid if it is just basically the exact same system, where mm. they nailed it already, and I think that experimenting with new types of swinging, it's like, hey, the options there... It might be bad, but you got the good one that we already did. You know? Right, right. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. Like like it's it's, you know, pretty fixed, so why break it? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that. And like with Miles that. as well, I think um Arkham City you can um play Catwoman when you beat the game, but there are a couple instances during the story where you just like batman goes into a building and then it's like fade transition to what catwoman's doing right now and you do her mission Mm. and then you pop back to batman i think again they were talking about um the sort of the the co-op fights with miles not being original but still being good so i think they could also probably lean into making miles playable that way and then once you beat the game it's like you go to a certain point and just like swap whoever's playable in the open world yeah yeah, yeah. I so. mean, because we were kind of all assuming – well, not not assuming, but, like, there was – I think I was thinking this, too, of, like, I could even see, like, a Spider-Man 2 not even having Peter playable, 
you know, and doing like kind of that like a last thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so maybe that was a me thing. Like, like yeah. in, a, in a similar fashion of like part two, you know, where like now we're playing as Ellie. Uh, two different games, two different reasons, obviously, you know, and like what's a what's really a Spider Man game? Like a like a like a true Spider Man game if you're gonna start with Peter and not have it right out with Peter, you know? Mm-hmm. So and and how much like we love this version of Peter Parker, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh definitely. So I would still like to see Miles playable. So at least it sounds oh, like he's we gonna are... be on the box. Yeah. Oh yeah. really? Miles is gonna be, be on, on the box, box huh? Do we think what it'll be like some about? like uh I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you'll be on the box. I mean, maybe they want to keep that under wraps. I don't. No, that's gonna be so. That's gonna be everywhere in the marketing for this game. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, front, probably. The cover probably. is gonna be a red backdrop like the PS4 one, and it's gonna be Peter and Miles back to back on the Empire State Building. <laughs> Oh, I damn! But that's exactly what I was gonna say. I was like, I, I want to be kind of like that, like Spider Man three, like Sam Raimi type of artwork that we got, where like, it's, but like once Peter, maybe the reflection is Miles, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see his suit too. Yeah, oh, man, I need to see I do, that Miles suit. While we're talking Miles, though, I do hope that the way they write or characterize Miles, they, I hope they look to Spider Verse and like draw a little more of his personality in that take on him yes for me yes um i I like the miles in the game but the the miles in the game you know it's 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 fine spire versus perfect yeah so Mm -hmm. i agree i agree because yes spider verse like even from the get-go before he gets his powers like he feels like his own character you know but miles in the ps4 version i think comes across as just a teenager you know yeah no like, i agree plucky smart teenager kid like they wrote that you know yeah but, definitely definitely um definitely but i mean it, there's there's a, a lot of good here i like also uh the line where like they're saying that like peter still reminds himself about what happened without may you know and like making that sacrifice you know mm-hmm. that yeah, for sure should be really cool yeah mm-hmm yeah. Um, I, I hope that this is a per- another personal thing about like my Spider-Man opinions. I feel like Peter has to be having girlfriend problems for the story they're telling to be compelling. Personally. Yeah. I, I think it was you telling me this, that like the best Spider-Man stories are like, are, you know, where Peter has to, balance like the problems of spider-man and the problems of peter and how those two like conflict and not always Mm -hmm. fit the best way that he would like them to you know sure so yeah and there's been cases of them telling really good stories without doing that like i think some of the more recent films and even like peter in um like peter a in spider-verse not peter b Um, right i follow you i follow you yeah but yeah so if him and MJ, like, maybe bring Black Cat into the mix, too, and, like, have some more conflict there um, yeah. would be interesting. But the villains they do have listed, I think, would be good video game villains, you know? Very much so, yeah. I so. like the inclusion of Mysterio. I think that's going to be – that could be really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, think of that boss fight. 
Oh, that'd be a good boss fight. Oh, think shit. of the Mysterio be... fight in Far From Home and think of making a video game fight with that character. Oh, man. It's going to be good. This one's going to be mm-hmm. good. This is yeah. going to be good, you know? So. Oh, yeah. I-, I will say, I guess one last thing based on this information and these villains and where the story seems to be going. Mm-hmm. I do hope... Like, I think one of my biggest complaints is going to be addressed here because this was one of yours as well. Like, where we went in PS4, it was clear from, like, the second hour. I'm going to need it to not be that clear. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to need it to be like, listen, please just, like, take me on the journey. You know? Like, yeah. sh- shock me. You mm-hmm. know? I agree. I agree. So, I agree. if they do something interesting with Harry, like, maybe make him an anti-hero take on venom and then carnage is the bad guy maybe that could be cool but like i want to be surprised yeah i agree i agree yeah i agree i can't wait though me either yeah uh speaking of being surprised it's time for pots 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 that's better and now we're in the show pots there we go (laughs) yep sounds about right there we go Kevin, you were surprised very recently. Yes. Because you played um, what I was also surprised by in January, Resident Evil 2. Christian, I don't think we played Resident Evil 2. I think we played Game of the Year 2019, if we're being honest. Yeah, we did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we did. We've, we've, made, we've made a horrible mistake, but we're here to amend those mistakes this year yeah you know mm-hmm. and you know what my i'm confident making this statement right now my mm. 2019 game of the year and the game of the year video i made for joy clicks was okay. fire emblem and i probably right. still hold that but okay if you would like to agree with me right now and retroactively make the joy clicks 2019 goatee <laughs> resident <laughs> evil 2 i'm cool you know with what that. the I, I'm quite frankly going to have to agree to those terms. So, great. Let's beautiful. beautiful. So the channels goatee for 2019 on the Wikipedia page when we get one, mm. are two. Beautiful, because we totally announced it in 2019. Definitely not in 2020. Hey, people announce game of the year in 2020 sometimes. Easy Allies does it. Yeah, that's true. So I have. I think kind of funny did it did it this year as well actually. Yeah. yeah, and honestly, I think that's the way it should work. Really? Well, the Oscars do the year before, and they give people time to like experience all the things that are nominated. You know, so. it's a fair point. That's a very fair point. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a very fair point. But anyway, uh, this week we were graced with Resident Evil 3, the demo. Mm. And I played it on stream earlier today. You played it. Yep. Uh, on your lonesome. Indeed, but you We're all will, but you all will be able to see that footage soon on JoyClicks. Mm-hmm. So, get hyped for that. So, get hyped. The Resident Evil Three demo. Uh, do you remember how long it took you? I think it said twenty-two minutes on the clock. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, it took it's, me. It said twenty-two minutes. Okay, it took me thirty-five because I was like examining some details like I, I was taking a long look at those posters i was looking at the environment i spent like 30 seconds looking at those donuts in the uh that office yeah 
I'm I made a grave mistake in terms of like I thought this was like the RE2 demo where you only had 30 minutes to play like period. Ah. So that's why I was like, okay, I only got 30 minutes. Come on, like let let let's go. Let's like try and see as much as I can in this demo, you know. Mm -hmm. But then it, it it ended short. I was like, oh, it 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 wasn't a demo like that. Okay, I had a lot more time than I thought I did. But oh well. Mm -hmm. uh, do you think you're gonna play it again? With that knowledge, maybe I I may be good for one mo one more go. Maybe maybe I'm leaning on it, but like honestly, we're like so close, and I kind of just want RE3 to just like just just take me somewhere without me knowing of where I'm going. You know? Yeah, sure. So I'm not sure. Granted, it is like a very small like it's a very very small portion of what you're playing in RE3. Mm -hmm. At least like I felt it was like very very like. I don't know. You had options to go in different rooms and stuff like that, and like you could get the shotgun, which I did too. I don't think nice. you, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, but it seemed pretty small, like in terms of like the scope. But mm -hmm. it was definitely a short demo, especially coming off of the Final Fantasy VII demo. I think we're was... spoiled with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, which yeah. I don't think this is a bad demo. I loved the demo. No, it's great. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a really good demo. It's a really good demo. Um, yeah. I think it, they chose a good uh, place in the game because I'm – I bet this is like half an hour in. It seems still very early on, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it like it, like it, it seems like just beyond some sort of opening cinematic or opening cutscene, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like that they – we get introduced to Carlos, who's on the box – um, his commanding officer, who I believe they work for Umbrella, based on his badge on his shoulder. Yeah. Um, and we play as Jill, one of my favorite characters in RE. Um, Jill Valentine. Yeah. Uh, she is the one of the two playable characters in the original. Ah, I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I didn't know that. It okay. is. It's her or Chris Redfield, who's do we see? Brother of claire oh okay okay yeah i i thought that you would you would have like the same instance of like you can choose which player to play as as you just said as well you know uh but i thought the other player was going to be carlos yeah some people did when they saw that box art yeah that's totally what i thought but okay i guess not. yeah because the box art for re2 is leon and claire in a similar pose so I yeah. get that. Um, yeah. We do know yeah. Carlos is going to have a section to be playable, like how Ada is in Leon's. Right. Right. But, yeah. yeah, going back to the the slice they chose for the demo, I think was great because it shows what makes RE3 unique, where RE2, uh, it had the focus on getting where you needed to be as fast as you can because you only had one shot 30 minutes right and i think that sort of fire is there for most of re2 as far as like mr x on your trail trying to figure out where you have to go next and escaping the police department mm -hmm. with three there's nowhere for you to run because you're in the city and very early on you leave the subway you go into the city streets and you see the chaos but about like close to the end of the demo probably like 18 minutes in they introduce mm. nemesis yeah, which oh my 
God, they introduced Nemesis. Yeah. They really How do you feel do. about Nemesis? Um, you know, uh, Christian, uh, you know, I'm going to have to say, uh, this guy is going to be a problem for me, <laughs> you know, uh, like I thought Mr. X was, was a bit of a problem, but then as I learned Mr. X, like, okay, you know, he's not that difficult to deal with, you know, he's like kind of annoying, but I could, he, he was definitely understood, you know, this nemesis, he has tentacles. He's, he's, he's freaking turning zombies into like looking like that one character from uh uh Davy Jones I think from Pirates of the Caribbean you know what I'm saying like they all yeah. got heads like that it's 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 going to be a problem Christian he I ran away from him for the first time when I first encountered him and you guys will see it in the in the video that gets uploaded soon but he did the jump over me and 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 slide in front of me like he did that mhm already yep and I was like, you know, you're going to really be an issue, and I can tell. It shows. Yeah. Yeah. The second you're introduced to him, he just goes all out. Um, I love <sighs> that the way you're introduced to him, too, he is, like, using his weird bio power to, like, morph this zombie into this weird monster. Strong introduction. Very strong. And then very, very strong. Immediately, you realize that this man is fast. <laughs> very um, fast because he did the same thing to me he jumped over me and did the skid thing the drift bro um, i'm like are you serious are you serious yeah man so it's wild that that was a little intense yeah. um also to even talk about like how early he seems to get introduced because mr x is like you don't see him till maybe what like hour three of re2 right like hour three hour four i feel like is when i first saw mr x in resident evil 2 remake so to have him be, we're approximating, but like what, within the first hour of the game, you know? Yeah. It seems to be pretty quick, and that's and, and that's terrifying. Yeah, it's funny too, because the original version of this game on the PS1 was called Resident Evil Nemesis. It wasn't even called RE3. I think they added the three later on Yeah. Um, to just sell better, <laughs> but... Right. Uh, yeah, I, the fact that Nemesis, like, Nemesis is this game, as far as I know. Like, that is it. He's the end game. Like, he's the final boss. He's what you do. He's what is constantly on your ass in this game. It's Nemesis. Oh, man. So get used to him. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not looking forward to it. Um, I mean, I am, but I'm not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, man. it's. It's a, it's a really solid demo. I How did you feel like walking through the streets of Raccoon City? Because we kind of get teases of it in RE2, uh-huh. but now it's, like, full-blown. Yeah, yeah, no. Because, like, that's what I always kept wondering, too, like, with RE2. Like, it was, like, you know, I love the ambiance of, like, going underground and going, you know, into, like, the Umbrella Labs and stuff like that. And then, of course, starting off in the station, you know, and exploring everything that's in the station. But, like... I did keep wondering, like, man, like, what's it like outside? Like, what, what is, how does it look outside? You know, uh, and it, it looks, it looks very, very cool. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. it, it, like it, it's, it's really cool also because like, like it, it seems like, you know, I, I don't know if this outbreak happens like the night that Jill is there right now, but like it seems like it, like it seems like 
everything like has gone to shit within a matter of like three or four hours, you know, prior. Like mm-hmm. it literally looks like the world stopped and like this is what's happening, you know. Yeah. I like it. It's cool. It's really really cool. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that RE3 and RE2 there is a relation to like the events happening. Um I think that RE2 might take place a couple days after RE3. Oh really? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I think RE3, um, we can update you in, we can update in patch notes next week, but I'm pretty sure RE3 takes place, like, before, during, and after RE2. Uh, oh, so, RE2... is there a chance we could see, like, Leon or Claire, like, in RE3? Like, maybe, like, a, a little side thing, like, I don't know, or, or maybe, like, we see... Leon, like, you know, and Claire running into the station or something like that? There's a chance, yeah. Dude, that'd be so cool. That'd be mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah, so, I like that. Uh, I want to ask you a couple questions about the mechanics, too. Absolutely. Because I think the newest or biggest changes to RE3 based on RE2 and our time with it is um, there's the dodge. Uh-huh. There's mashing x to like push a zombie off of you and there's the way you interact with your inventory because you pick up an item and it automatically goes in there before i love after the first time you pick it up yeah i'm pretty sure they auto stack too like if you have uh like you know like a like um ammo it'll just automatically combine into one slot as opposed to re2 where it would still be in a separate slot and you have to manually combine it I think that's new as well with RE3. I like that too. Mm-hmm. Just to mention that. Um, the, I see a downside there where like I'm used to picking up an item sort of acting as like a pause that I have to like right. readjust to. Yeah. And um, I do yeah. like the ability to like... Because say you pick up a, a red herb and you have a green herb, like it's not going to combine those, you know? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. But what if you wanted to like you'd have to go into the inventory separately to do that um right. and what if your inventory is full at that point i think they would let you choose if you want to combine then but like it is much more um sort of just like as you go which makes sense i guess because there is more of a an emphasis on action in this game and that's very clear from the beginning i think Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, yeah for sure for sure so. Man, there was something else you brought up that one that uh, there was something else you brought up. Was it the dodge? Yeah. So so the so so the dodge I like. I never. I don't know if I wasn't mashing X fast enough, but I never was able to push off some zombie off of me in the demo. Yeah. I wasn't able to pull it off. No matter I, how many times I smashed X, you know. Yeah, I'm not sure if I did. Like I thought I did, and then I tried to do it again, and, and I still got bit. So I don't know. Every time I got bit, yeah, but like I did want to try and like hold down X, but I'm like, no, there's 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 no way to hold down X, no. you know, because there is like a ring that fills up, and it could mm-hmm. be just by mashing it. But part of me also wanted to try holding it down by X. I'll probably play it again and see if I can pull off one of those push off things, and I'll mm-hmm. come back and let and let y'all know maybe or yeah, because nice. I'm very interested in that. But with yeah. with that, I mean. I do know as well with the dodge, there's a way to time it so you get like 
a slowdown that you can use yeah. to like pop some headshots but uh i wasn't able to trigger it i wasn't really trying to but um yeah i, I feel like for me like it's gonna happen on accident while i play it and then i'm gonna try and like remember that I, I don't think i'll like go out of my way to try and perfect the dodge you know and, like get the mm -hmm. timing right but mm -hmm. we'll see but yeah overall feel very positive about it uh what about you I, I I cannot wait. I cannot wait. The the only negative thing right now that I'm thinking about RE3 is that it's so close to Final Fantasy VII, a week apart. Yeah. And I know I'm going to just want to just spend as much time, you know, uh, with Resident Evil. So yeah. we'll see. We will we will, we will will definitely see. But, uh, but yeah, no, I'm very excited. Uh, it, the game looks beautiful. Um, it does look – I think it – I mean, I think – I forgot if I was talking to you or talking to someone else about how, like, uh, you know, I would, I would hope that RE3 would, like, look, like, at least to some degree better than RE2. They look definitely similar, you know, at least from what I played. I don't know if you feel different about it, but – I think it looks about the same because actually what happened was uh, the way the demo ends with, like, Nemesis being, like, stars and – um the immediate cut to do you want to buy it <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> i was streaming so i was like i don't want to buy it right now on stream but i will pop into re2 because i'm not done playing resident evil yeah so yeah i i started claire's campaign and oh you did that's where it really stood out to me of like wow from the get re3 is like wait it's shot like an action thing instead of the the horror suspense the way they shoot anything in re2 uh, -huh. uh i think like color tone as well like in the city there's lots more neon and fire and like oranges and blues which is like typically actiony colors versus the grayscale and like maroon and brown that you find in re2 so, yeah that's what i forgot to mention too like how colorful raccoon city looked yeah you're right yeah you're right so i think there's a difference that i didn't even pick up on until i popped into re2 and then saw the difference there is uh but yeah. i think as far as like people go they look as good because it's the same engines the same team so like i think the people look as good yeah yeah they they there's definitely no step down it does it does look like as good as re2 if not better in some instances like i think the uh, i'm trying to remember uh, i'm trying to think of an explosion in re2 i know the end of course but yeah the explosion in re3 looked great the effects off that looked really really well done i i i feel like um so yeah mm -hmm. i mean overall it, it's it's looking positive it's looking very positive overall so definitely. yeah absolutely definitely. yeah and it really got me back on board because I was like starting to wane off of like I don't need to get it at launch, you know. Final Fantasy's right around the corner, <laughs> and then here I am going to wait two hours for Animal Crossing and probably play Claire's campaign because I man, it's an addiction. Yeah. But I would definitely start Claire's campaign right now with you as well. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. I did give it to one Billy, my cousin. He did ah. want to play RE2. So he currently has my copy. So yeah, I don't know how deep I'm gonna get, and I don't know if I want to burn out, but I'll keep you everybody posted. So definitely, definitely keep us posted. That's gonna do it for 
this episode of the Julie Clicks Gamescast. So, Kevin, if the people would like to find you, where can they find you? YouTube.com says plays and source. You can follow me on there. We are keeping up, of course, with Road to Part 2 as well as Road to Final Fantasy Center Remake. Uh, all those are still continuing on, leading up to release of those games, as well as plenty of PS5 coverage on the channel this week. A lot of PS5 coverage on the channel this week, as well as uh, Safe Slot Podcast. And, of course, my personal Twitter, at the KDS123. You can follow me on there. And uh, all of what I'm doing during this, you know, quarantine season, you know, uh, you'll 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 probably find a lot of Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing over the next few weeks on that Twitter. But uh, where can the people find you, Christian? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Chris and Buckley. If you're watching the video, you're on YouTube.com/slash JoyClicks, where there is going to be uh, tons more content in the coming days and weeks from myself and Kevin. Uh, podcasts, short videos. Uh, maybe little first impressions of games like Doom, Animal Crossing, uh, the RE mm-hmm. demo. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to keep more up with us, we have a Discord link in the description, as well as what Kevin said earlier, twitch.tv slash joyclicks, where you can catch myself most likely streaming some PS1 games on any given day of the week, and um, probably some other stuff too in the coming days. Um, yeah. But if you're listening to us on podcast services like Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anything that lets you rate or review the show, doing so would be greatly appreciated. I know you all have free time right now. Everyone has free time right now. Stop lying. Stop it. Your friends probably have free time too. Maybe you can send them the show. Maybe you can be like, hey, look at this this fool Christian talking about how – Harry Potter is worth playing in 2020. I don't know. You know, look at like us. Couple, a show. couple of couple of guys being dudes. Couple of dudes being guys, you know? Yeah. You know I'm saying? Also, wait. I know we're doing the outro, but before we even leave, uh, we do have the Resistance beta next week, too. Oh, right. Yeah, so definitely stick around for that as well. So. For sure. So. Yep. Uh, Kevin, thank you for joining, as always. Absolutely pleasure being here pleasure um safe travels good luck moving into vita island tonight oh i can't wait oh god i can't wait oh it's so close dude we're so close i'm eager to visit Mm, as am i as am i uh Mm -hmm. i will be taking your fruits if i don't have fruits on my islands and if i have different fruit than you we can we can do a swap it's for sure it's all bartering you know definitely absolutely Until then, it's pizza time. It's pizza time.